Hello and welcome to another edition of the Third Shift Football Podcast. This time we talk about all the happenings of Week 11 of the NFL, look forward to the Thanksgiving games, and I talk about how the Vikings have betrayed me yet again because every time they're nice to that team, they fall flat on their stupid faces because they just let them screw me over! Hey everybody, how are you doing? Thank you for tuning every in. Every the- goddamn time. Every goddamn time. Just I'm nice to them. They fuck up. People, this I'm has been going like, on since I Sunday. And finally, it's like, hey, no, the Vikings suck. And all of a sudden they're like, wait, that's how you play football. I'm done. I hate the Vikings. I think I got to this point last year too. I just hate them. You didn't even let me intro, and you just had to go full. No, I'm done. Um, this is the third shift football podcast where we stay up late, watch games. You get and... fucked over by the Vikings. Yes. Um. So as you can tell, Neil is very pissed off at the Vikings tonight. Uh, sorry it's coming late. Um, Neil had family in town. I had to take my brother-in-law to the airport early Monday. I went to bed before nine o'clock Monday. So no, I did not stay up late for the Niners game. So But you missed like, so much. I miss yeah, I miss shit. You so, missed Brock Purdy handing off to no one. You missed Trace McSorley play. I did see that. How could how can you live with yourself? Um, knowing that the Colts are allergic to the end zone. Yeah, that's yeah. We'll get to that. But let's start with the team that has broken Neil's spirits. It's not even that they lost. If they had lost a close, competitive game, I'd be like, fine. We all win some. We all lose some. It is what it is. No, they got smoked on no, their very first fucking. They got annihilated off the face of the earth on their very first drive in the game. Micah Parsons beats their left tackle and just, just, uh, Justin Fields. Kirk Cousins has zero concept that he's behind him. Strip sack, a fumble. I think they recovered it for a tutty. No, they didn't. They scored, a t- they scored a field goal. Yeah, they scored a field goal after that. But still, this kind of set the tone for the game. Mm-hmm. That's what, and we kind of said that the Cowboys pass rush gets back to where it was because they had the one game they didn't do anything week prior this is a super bowl contender because of the pass rush yeah and, and it was the, the vikings offensive line didn't show up no i mean look i i agree with you the cowboys pass rush is good it's not that good the cowboys o-line at the vikings o-line just straight up pieced out basically from the opening snap you know the cowboys it was bad have the most sacks in the nfl going into week 12 i do do you know who's number four on that list the chiefs yeah, it's we, we'll get to that later. But yeah, no, the Vikings pass rush is elite. I'm not saying that. Demarcus Lawrence has looked really good. Their rotational guys have looked good. And of course, Micah Parsons is a stud. I, do I think they can do this every week? No, but against an opponent like the Vikings, who is like, <laughs> fuck it, pass blocking, who needs it? Yeah, no, that'll be good. Um, Any panic from the Vikings? It's just one game. Their other loss was the Eagles, so they've lost their two NFC East games so far. I'd say yes, actually. 
Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you because they've won a lot of close games, kind of similar to the Raiders last year where they won a lot of close games. And then that's what the Vikings have done. Now, granted, their win in Buffalo was really impressive, but they are also down 17 in the second half. Um, Their offensive yeah. line has to play much better. They couldn't get in any rhythm whatsoever outside the one drive they got the field goal. Um, Justin Je- they clamped Justin Jefferson. I don't know if they clamped him. They just didn't have time to throw to him. But he didn't even get open for them to throw the quick slants or the screens. Like, they just – I feel bad for Vikings fans because you want to believe what you've seen this year is contender. You just can't. Also, this is like the third fight in the Sabres-Canadians game. Dan, we're talking about football, not whatever the fuck those Canadians are doing. (laughs) Buffalo's not Canadian. Might as well be though. It's right next to the border. I'm sorry. Who are they playing right now? They're playing Montreal. Yeah. So what the fuck those Canadians are doing? So again, I feel bad for Vikings fans, but if you're a Cowboys fan, you have to feel so much better after the week before. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, for oh. starters, I think you have your running back balance now. Tony Pollard's your bell cow. I back. have said the whole and time they Zeke is your Zeke. Che- they needed Zeke just to help Tony Pollard get a breather because Tony Pollard. Is him. He is. Okay, I don't disagree with that because when you don't play Zeke as much, he's better. My argument was always Tony Pollard needs to just be the bell cow back, which I got some pushback on. But Tony Pollard's the bell cow back. Zeke is your change of pace back. It's a good dynamic because, you know, they, they ripped the tread off of Zeke tires early in the years. So that's nice. Uh, the Cowboys defense, uh, sorry, the, I know why I keep doing that today. The Vikings defense just did not put up any resistance. Their pass rush could not get home on what's been a sometimes suspect uh, Cowboys line at times this year, which is surprising to say. And they just couldn't get stops, man. That, that's it. They're on the field too much. They got ran over and good on the Cowboys. It was a dominant performance. It keeps them in touch with Philadelphia. I don't think they'll get there, but at least keeps them in touch. They needed the Colts to win that game. That was bad. Um, and unfortunately, they needed the Colts to win a game. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, those two teams will play on Thanksgiving. We'll get to those at the end of uh, our recap being a week 11. Moving on to the other games that happened in the late window, changing up a little bit here. Um, that Raiders Broncos game. Oh, my I, God. I don't want to talk about it much. I feel dumber. But. There's nothing came out of this game that we didn't know. And that's what you need to know about these two teams. They're both terrible, bad coaching, bad quarterback play. They have some weapons in Sutton, Sertan, Adams, uh, Max Crosby. That's it. Melvin Gordon's no longer on the team because he allegedly played future in the locker room and Russell demanded that he get released. (laughs) I hope it's true. You know, I would think that was funny. But at the same time, it also might have been that Melvin Gordon was carrying the boombox in the locker room and he fumbled that shit and broke it. So that could also be the problem. Yeah, no, you're right. There's nothing new about either of these teams. Broncos offense sucks. Their defense is pretty good. Raiders kind of suck all around, which their defense is really bad. So you should score more than 16 points on them, in my opinion. Just putting that out there, Denver. But yeah, uh, yeah, uh, on defense. put up 25. That's all you need to know. On defense, let me put one thing out there. I can stop the Raiders for every defensive coordinator out there. You triple cover Devontae and just let everything else happen. I I, I like Josh Jacobs' bounce back here. He's it's been gone, up and down. 
No, I don't know if it's been up and down. I think his team's been up and down. I think Josh will get a decent contract that's not with the Raiders next year. But- that I agree with. Somebody will pay him, and somebody, admittedly, will be dumb for paying him. Not that I think he's bad, but it's just, you know, running back contracts. Looking at you, Jacksonville. <laughs> Why would Jacksonville grab him? I have a one-two punch with Travis. ETN. Yeah, but how would you split the carries there? Because you'd have to pay a lot of money for Jacob, or relatively a lot of money for Jacobs. So why would you do that when ETN... Buffalo? Buffalo could make sense. I still don't think that'd be a great investment, but yeah, Buffalo could make sense because eventually Josh's salary cap hit's gonna it's gonna hit in. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna become a problem at some point in the same way that Mahomes became a problem for the Chiefs. And that's you're gonna have to choose where to sign where to put your money, and running back is not where you put your money. I mean, shit. The James Cook looks pretty decent for them. The Chiefs set on a seventh rounder. Uh, James Robinson, I know he's traded now, but James Robinson was a UDFA. You can find running back value. Yeah, you can. Overpay. Um, I want to uh, officially apologize to the Cincinnati Bengals. Why? I thought their offense looked really good at times against a really good Steelers defense. And I thought it was going to be ass. I thought Joe was going to be ass. And I was very wrong. And I just want to apologize. I think okay. that needs to be said because – uh, Grand, the Steelers are allergic to offense as well. And, um, yeah, good win by the Bengals. They're only one game behind the Ravens who have been, ooh. Oh. <laughs> I will say, though, like, yeah, yeah, I agree. They didn't get T.J. Watt at this game. I'm not sure I'm even with T.J. Watt. I'm willing to call these Steelers defense very good. Their secondary sucks balls. Sucks. But it was a nice win. I will say this, though. You let Pittsburgh score 30 points. Yeah, not Pittsburgh. good. That's a problem. I am happy that George Pickens is balling out. And Kenny Pickett's, he's getting there. He, I don't but see it. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I not, I'm not sure if he's their long-term answer. And that kind of sucks wasting a first-round pick on a guy like that. You know who I think he is? He's Taylor Heineke. Hey, Taylor Heineke's balling right now, though. Is he? <laughs> He's got wins. He's 11-9 as a starter. One, wins are not a quarterback stat. They're not, but he's still not costing his team wins right now. You're yes. right, but that's not exactly a high. But if Taylor Heineke's your comp and your ceiling, that's not very good. No. I, he just he just occasionally just yeets it in triple coverage. It's like, Timmy, what the fuck are you looking at? Your arm is not that good. I'm going to be quite honest with you, Kenny. Your arm, you're not Patrick Mahomes. You're not Justin Herbert. Some things are beyond your purview. Look at Joe Burrow. Joe admittedly sometimes tries to raffle things where they aren't, but Joe knows he wins with touch passes, timing, and anticipation, not just yeeting into triple coverage and praying. Can we talk about Justin Herbert and Mahomes, though? Like, I'm done with the Bengals Steelers. Good win by the Bengals. <laughs> yeah. Holy hell, what a game. I had to go to bed early. Again, I had to take my brother-in-law to the airport early. I got to rewatch the whole game. People do not appreciate the level of quarterback play we have in this league. It's better than it's ever been. I don't know if we're ever going to get anything at this level ever again. We said that with Brady, Manning, Breeze, Rivers, Roethlisberger, Eli Manning. This shit's elite. This is awesome. Like, everybody knew the Chiefs were going to win, except for probably Chiefs fans like Neil. When they got the ball back, that shit was over. 
because Patrick Mahomes is the Michael Jordan of the NFL. And I know people have said that before this podcast came out. Like this week, like people are saying, like, get up first, take and all that. I've been saying it the whole fucking year that he was going to have a monster season after last year. He wanted to remind everybody of who he is. He didn't even have Tooney. He didn't have Juju. No. And he still ripped apart that defense. He threw a pass to Jody Fortson, who's one of their, like, basically the third string tight end, that I'm pretty sure he kind of walked up and literally handed it to him any better. Mahomes is just, he's on another level. I can be critical sometimes because I'm a Chiefs fan and I'm an eternal pessimist. It was beat into me by 20 years of bad football before all this. But Mahomes right now is your MVP. He just is. Like, it's over. Yes, he has Travis Kelsey. I'll give you that. I'm not saying he has nothing. But what he's done this year with a diminished crew around him, with basically minus Tyree Kill, has been amazing. They're humming on offense still, even this last game. No wide receivers, no problem. Sky Moore breakout game. Get a big conversion to Justin Watson. I'll just, I can throw dimes to Noah Gray and Jody Fortson. And if you put man coverage on Travis Kelsey, congratulations, you just gave up 20 yards. <laughs> so it, it's, it's that kind of show that you just can't argue against. There's nobody else right now who's executing at a better level. I know a bunch of Dolphins fans go, oh, but Tua, Tua's situation is much better right now. Which is, I'm not saying that Mahomes isn't a bad one, but Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, Mike Gusecki, they have a better receiving core than the Chiefs right now. And without those guys, do we really think Tua would be doing the same he is? No, no. he just wouldn't. So, yeah. So I think Mahomes is clearly your MVP. And honestly, you watch this game, you just kind of feel bad for Justin Herbert. His cast can't stay healthy. His play caller is a fucking pussy. I, the dude's a freak. I think Justin Herbert is a top five QB. I really do. I know there's a lot of people who can disagree with me, look like Emmanuel Acho or whatever the fuck. There's a lot of people who disagree with me, but truly, how can you watch Justin Herbert and not think this? he's an alien? He's, I think he's one of the best QBs in the league. He just doesn't have a consistent restoring cast. And he's let down by coaching. And it's just a shame because every time I watch him, he does something. You're like, Jesus, like that opening uh, touchdown where he rolled to the right and just yeeted it down the field 50 yards, like perfectly to, uh, I think it was Joshua Palmer. Yeah, normal quarterbacks can't do that. And no. I think we take that for granted in the era of Mahomes and Allen, but Justin Herbert's a freak. And I just want him to get some good coaching and a good, healthy supporting cast, admittedly, hopefully not with the Chargers. If you're the owner of the Chargers, you're begging to get Eric Bieniemy. You are probably. Yeah, I, I'm not a Chiefs fan. Neil, am I? Do I have any Chiefs gear? Am no. I a Chiefs fan? I might sound like a homer. It's just facts. They're the best team right now because they have the best player in the world, and he's Inter- playing at an elite level, and their defense is playing well. Like. It's just facts. Like, they're going to win the Super Bowl barring catastrophe. They they just are. The Eagles are struggling to score offensively right now. Dallas is too inconsistent. The 49ers are the only team that could probably challenge him, but I don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo. In AFC, I the Ravens are inconsistent. The Bengals are, if they get Jamar Chase back, maybe, but their defense is bad. You all you have um the Titans who if they get a lead, cool. It doesn't matter. They can't throw the ball. The I don't count the Packers game. Um, who else am I missing from the AFC? Bills. 
I think they have problems, mainly their quarterback. Look. So this saying, like, it I don't like saying it's over in the season. Like, you know who's gonna win the Super Bowl? But if I if you had to put a gun to my head right now, they're winning the Super Bowl. They are looking very good right now. I'm not going to argue that. Do I think they're invincible? Hell no. Their defense is getting better. Like their pass rush has been much better than I was expecting this year. They're fourth in league in sacks. No other team has sacked Herbert barely at all this year. The Chiefs sacked him five times in this game with a combination of Mike Dana and Chris Jones going on on them. Which um, is honestly, Chris Jones took that ge- over that game down the stretch, especially in that final drive. Well, he does. He, that... he needs to he needs to be in the defensive player of the year conversation. Absolutely. They have two of the best players in the league. Like two of the top mm-hmm. ten guys, but their corners their are young. Impact. Their corners are young. Their defensive coordinator will call some stupid ass bullshit at some point in every game. In this case, single high man to Darth man on third and seventeen. Spags, what the fuck? So they have some problems, but yeah, right now Kansas City looks like the class of the league. They're they're humming along, even with massive wide receivers in their injury room. They look more and more in sync as each passing week goes on. And yeah, Mahomes is Mahomes. So I could I they're definitely up there in the Super Bowl conversation. Um as far as Monday night football, um, we're not gonna spend time on it because we did it before we picked this game and I was I had family in town. Last night, Monday night was their last night in town. So I went, you know what? I'm just I got better things to do. I'm not gonna watch Thursday Monday night football because I already know what's going to happen. And I checked the score. And what I thought was going to happen, happened. Not even Trace McSorley can save you, Arizona. You just shit. Although Brock Purdy did try to hand off to the air. That was pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Uh, Speaking of shit, uh, my Colts. So Jeff Saturday didn't fix everything? No, shocker. Yeah, weird. Weird. I know the Raiders are bad. But you can't lose a 10-point game when you can't lose a game when you're up 10 in the second half when the eagles are clearly struggling offensively right now i've never seen the eagles struggle this bad the last three weeks yeah there's sure what's going wrong well i do think the colts i'm gonna say it all year until they fall apart which could happen their defense is really good I'm coming around to that idea slowly. I don't think they're elite, but they are good. By if they had a good offense, they're winning the division, like running away with it. But you know, firing your offense coordinator, firing your head coach who is also the play caller, doesn't fix anything. You know what would fix it, Neil? What if the general manager would have got a left tackle and a right guard in the off season? That would have helped, yes. And not rely on a rookie. And a dude whose name is Will Fries as the right guard. That's why their their offense isn't good. It doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. It doesn't matter who's the weapons. It's all about the old line. You don't have an old line, you're screwed. The Chiefs are the perfect example of it. They got to the Super Bowl, lost half their offensive line to injury, and they got obliterated by the Buccaneers. What they do, they fix their whole old line, and they've been humming ever since. So, it's just the point. Eagles got a good win. That's what good teams do. Bad teams lose games like this, and that's what the Colts are. It's a bad team. And guess what? 
We see them on Monday night football against the Steelers, and they have not flexed that game because I don't think they can flex till December for Monday night football. So America, we're going to suffer together. But the Colts are wearing their retro 1950s uniforms. That actually looked pretty good. Great. Um, At some point, I'm going to sit down and figure out what's going on with Philly because they haven't been on my main market, so I'm trying to catch up through other means. And I just don't know what's going on with their offense. It could – It my early guess is, is that they're – they're not running play the ball action. well. Yeah, they're standards. play action West Coast style. And other than Hurts, their running game has just gone. <clears throat> and I think that's hurting their play calling a bit. So that's my one theory. I do need to look into that more because I just don't know. I, I watch I watch what I can, and I just don't see enough to be like, I don't know what the problem is here. So I, my thing with Philly is, so this is a three-game stretch, right? The first one was Houston. It was a Thursday night game. I kind of give a pass on it. But mm-hmm. there were signs. And then the following week was the Commanders, and the Commanders have a really good front four, and they kind of slowed down the run. And the, what did the Colts have? They have a really good interior defensive line and good tackling linebackers. And that's how you slow down a running game, as long as you keep getting penetration, you win at the line of scrimmage. So that tells me their old line just needs to be a little bit better up front. And maybe get a little bit more creative in the passing game. Quit trying to run, do running plays from shotgun. Like do it from under center. Make it a little bit more creative. So and maybe that'll fairness, fix it. I think their OC is trying to switch things up. You can see yeah. them start to shift during games. I just, I don't know. I, I think they'll get through it. I think teams go through this. And it's almost a good thing to go through this. Because, you know, you're not invincible. You work on your problems and you can move on. So a couple of games like this isn't the worst in the world, but... I want to see what they look like going forward because let's just look at their schedule here. I know they play Dallas again. I don't yeah, think it was so... that difficult. It's not, but there is some there's some tough games on here. I mean, not potentially Green Bay. I wouldn't say so, but potentially the Titans is going to be a tougher game than we probably give it credit for. The Titans defense is the really Giants good. will be tough because it's the division game. Mm-hmm. And the, the Bears, Bears is... are a team that exists. Um well, the they Cowboys have Justin again. Fields. The Justin Fields factor will yeah, matter. Yeah, but defense, defensively, though. I'm oh, no, it's, it's about awful. That. Then Dallas, then New Orleans, who'd know, and then the Giants again. So I just – I kind of want to see what, how they look – how they rally going forward because there's a couple of really good defenses on here in Tennessee and Dallas, and if they are start to struggle and teams kind of get a book on them, that'll be interesting to see. Would you rather be a Patriots fan or a Jets fan? Can I choose the loaded gun? Yeah, you can actually. I would hate to be either fan oh base. One fan base watched the team draft Zach Wilson number two overall, who I was very high on, and I'm done with him. With his comments in the locker room saying it's not his fault about you know not helping the defense more. He's gone. His career's over. It is over. No team's taking his immature ass. It's done. Start Joe Flacco, get to the playoffs. That team is good enough to make the playoffs. Which is mediocre quarterback play, mediocre. And you the can't. Patriots, for God's sakes, fired an offensive coaching staff, Bill, and hired somebody who actually knows what the fuck they're doing on offense. Now, this is malpractice. I've said it for weeks. It's bullshit. I'm done. I would take Bill O'Brien for the Pats at this point. <sighs> Come on back, Bill. Anybody. You can't be worse than this. Frank Reich's available. Josh McDaniel. They're not going to – apparently the Raiders are going to fire him because they're literally too poor to fire him. But 
Um, yeah, so that's that's the thing I'm thinking. Let's talk about Zach Wilson for a second. Zach will be Milf Hunter Supreme. Let's talk. No, he doesn't even get that joke anymore. He Okay, fair. That's like fair. he lost all privilege of all that shit to happen in the offseason. Like here's here's my thing with him. Does he have talent? Absolutely. He has the arm talent, but he's too damn immature to be a quarterback in this league. He, and it's he not even that. It's like he, he's look, just not mature, man. Even if I you're can, not good, you have to say the right thing. You have to have the team rally behind you because you lose the team behind you. It gets ugly. We've seen that in several places. And in a game where you literally punted more than completed passes, oh. going, I didn't let the defense down. It's my fault. It's like, yes, yes, Zach. Yes, it fucking is. You're inaccurate. You told the ball too fucking long. Your processing is shit. You try and throw it away several times a game. If people would be less on your ass, but yeah, I had a bad game. I need to work on and improve. That's what Josh Allen did his first couple of years. Josh Allen. Hell, he did it. He did it after losing at home to the Vikings. Yeah, and they scored 30 fucking points in that game. But he, Which, but he owned up to his mistakes. Exactly. And that's what you got to do. Otherwise, you start to lose guys in the locker room. And at the point where Salah is benching your former number two overall pick from a year ago, who spent a lot of time injured, that's not good. And it shows the fact he's lost the locker room and his play's been terrible. A week ago, we compared them to the Jets, uh, the Jets of the early 2010s with Mark Sanchez. And so true about Sanchez, Sanchez was usually at least humble in who the fuck he was. Yep. And that's what probably kept him around more long because the team would rally around him. They played better. But if you're acting there, acting like a spoiled little brat and you're playing like that, you're not going to stick around long. I'm done with him. I've if been done with him I since would, last year. I would bench him. He wouldn't dress. I would start Joe Flacco and have um, Mike White as the backup. And that's the, that's how it's going to go the rest of the year. And then you reevaluate Zach in the offseason. Yeah, you just you at this point you just need someone who's not going to turn the ball over or at least get you adequate quarterback play, and he's exactly. just not giving you that consistently. No, and that's that's my problem. That's why I keep saying he's immature. Like he holds the franchise in his hand every play, and the fact that he doesn't take accountability for what happened and what has continued to happen. If I'm the owner, I tell Slaw he's done. Don't play him another down. With they're on the cups of making the playoffs for the first time since when? 2010? Something like that, yeah. Like they have a real chance to. Nobody from the AFC South outside the division winner is gonna make it. And the AFC East, like, yeah, probably the Bengals. So you really have to beat out either the Bills, Dolphins, or Patriots. And Chargers. that's it. Oh, and maybe Chargers. There, there is a path for them. They have a good enough defense. They have good weapons on offense, a decent O-line despite the injuries. This play Joe Flacco. Yeah, I'm at this point. Like last week, you're like, okay, maybe he doesn't turn the ball over. It's bounce back game. I remember being a little nonplussed by that Bills win, but it's like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, this is what you need. But he's had two sandwich between that one adequate game. He's had two of the worst quarterbacking performances I've seen this year. You just got to go. You got to cut bait. Start Joe, which is, Jesus Christ, I can't believe I'm saying that. See what you it, can do. It actually fucking hurts saying that. Just gonna be honest. Maybe he needs to change the scenery. No, I there's no change well, of scenery. Because Gino just... Gino was like this when he was in with the Giants. 
He would be really good one. Jets? Yeah, he, he was, was with the Giants first, wasn't he? Sorry, Jets. My bad, Jets. I'm um, like fairly confident on that. No, I'll no, no, no. I no, I'm giving you that one. I think it was like you're right. It was the Jets. He'd be really, really good one game, then really bad for the next two. Then really good one game, really bad the next two. And I couldn't my memory palace doesn't contain his quotes from around then, but some of it could be the culture around there. I mean, culture is a bigger deal. As much as I'm the big it's the numbers guy, like culture is important. It just is. So maybe maybe he could use a change of scenery, but for right now, he's just not it. Anyway, I want to move on. I'm good. I'm good yep. with that game. Congrats. Yep. Uh, the punt return was awesome, though, for the win. Okay, was... there was at least two blocks in the back on that play they didn't fucking call. Let's, I, the refs just wanted to go home, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't fucking blame them. I don't but there either. was at least two blocks in the back on that play that I saw. One, as he's walking in the end zone of the 20, a dude very clearly just beats Kyle out of the way from behind. And the ref is just like, no. <laughs> Let's quickly go through the next few games. Uh, Bears-Falcons. Um, Bears, this, please I, learn want how to give to... you, I want to give you credit for turning around your offense. But you've got to start winning some fucking games. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And admittedly, Justin wasn't as great in this game he had a bad a couple bad turnovers in crunch time which he admitted to speaking to our previous points he was said it was his fault but yeah no chicago i'm high on you i love what you're doing but uh this is like a what a three or four game losing streak now yeah there's only so much positive vibes i can send you right when you're doing this bullshit yep um ram saints happened and stafford's hurt again so that draft pick for uh detroit's looking real nice yeah, I was when I was watching the uh, Lions Giants game, my brain went, "Oh no, they're fucking up drafting a quarterback." And I went, "Oh wait, the say the Rams are doing that for them." So, who cares? We, I would like to say that we got the Saints, the Lions, Commanders, and the Bills. And the Ravens. No, well, we didn't get the Ravens covering, but we almost got like the like half sweet uh, early slate. The, the reverse happened. sweep. The reverse sweep. Now, I do have two games I want to really focus in on. I want to start with the Ravens first, with the Panthers. They're not doing shit, Baltimore. I don't care they're 7-3. and three. Lamar has nobody to throw the ball to besides Mark Andrews. And that is going to be a problem when you get to the playoffs because they're just going to put nine people in the box. Hell, I would put ten. And say, go ahead and throw it to the open receiver because we ain't we know he's gonna drop it. Yeah, teams are gonna do what the Dolphins did to them last year with the cover the aggressive cover zero thing they were running in that game. And I don't blame them. One, you just got your good one good Demarcus Robinson game of the year out of the way. Congratulations, Baltimore. Enjoy your glimmer of hope before it fades into nothing. And that's it. You're right. They have no one to throw to other than Mark Andrews and maybe Isaiah Likely. And it's gonna sink their offense because Jesus, they just cannot function. No. Um, Sam Darnold is starting next week for the Panthers. So the Panthers are now on the three different starting quarterbacks. We'll see how you know, Darnold. I don't even want to blame Baker for this game. Every time he take a snap, he's under duress in like a second. It's, it's, it means mainly same with PJ Walker. It's just how the fuck can you evaluate a quarterback on this team? Do I think Baker's it? No. But how the hell would you know? No, you wouldn't know. Um, I want to give the Bills a lot of praise for adjusting at halftime and running the fucking ball 
and running it efficiently. Something's off with Josh. There's, I know he's hurt with his arm, but there's something else wrong. Yeah, it's like kind of like Patrick last year. It, I get those vibes, and it. I I need to kind of watch his mechanics and see if that's it. Like he's, he's just smiling. missing some easy throws. And he's yeah, not as dynamic. Yeah, uh, there's something Maybe wrong. The and um, Bills fans, you need to be kind of. This is not good. Also, your defense is looking worse and worse as the year goes on. Yeah, I why is Tre'Davious White not playing? Well, if he's hurt, he's hurt. I'm not gonna. Yeah, you know, he's on been the guy practicing feel... for five weeks. If he doesn't feel, I, look, I don't know. I'm not there. I don't know. I'm not. I'm here, and he I doesn't... don't know what's going on. Exactly. That's my point. We don't know. And if he still, he doesn't think he can go. He doesn't think he can go. That's that's it. But do you think he saves the secondary if he comes back? Yeah, because really? he puts everybody back in their pecking order. All right. Puts them back in their comfortable roles. They've been playing lights out without him, <coughs> and it's coming back down to earth because you can't can't expect your third string guys to play at second string level. It's hard. It's hard. Ew. Um, that's uh, I think that's all the games. That's all week eleven. Um, I went eight five and one. ATS Neil went five eight and one, and then wins. Neil went. Oh, we're we're just oh we're gonna bring yep. that up right off the bat. Well, I've we? been ba- I've been bad about okay. it. Okay, yeah, about to say we. But 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 Okay, you want to bring up the season ATS totals because we every week that I've won we haven't really brought it up, but this week oh we got to do it right away. I've been meaning to do it. and I apologize. The total ATS for season, I am 70, 89, and 4. Neil is actually 79, 80, and 4. As far we're as win losses. We're going to win loss. Yeah. I'm only two games behind Neil. 92, 71, and 1. Thanks, Colts, Texans. And then 94, 69, and 1 for Neil. So this nice. lady, you know how hard it is to pick the spread. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. I was doing good in the last two weeks. It just. <clears throat> yeah. So let's talk Turkey Day. By the way, we hope you all enjoy your Thanksgiving. Yes. Family, friends, by yourself. If you have to work, thank you for working. Um, the first game, as tradition, the Lions host the Buffalo Bills. So don't know why the Bills just didn't stay in Detroit, but whatever. Uh, the Bills are favored by nine and a half. The game's on CBS, 12.30 Eastern start. And I have the upset. I'm taking the Lions outright. I think their offensive line is playing at such an elite level that they're going to run the ball down Buffalo's throats. They're going to control the time of possession. And I don't trust Josh. I never thought I would say that about Josh Allen, but I don't trust them right now. I think this game will be spicier than a lot of people think it will be. I'm with you on that. I am not confident enough in the lines right now. Like, look, their defense is still bad. Their offense can be really good, and then we've seen it just fall off a cliff at, at various points this year. I think this game will be close. I think the Lions have an, some sort of some ability to score, and their defensive line may be able to get some pressure. I'm with you on that. I just don't think it'll be enough to catapult them over the rest of the talent on the Bills roster. So give me the Bills, and what's the spread again? 2.5? Nine and a half. Give me the Bills and the Lions cover. Yeah, let me double check that because I don't want to be wrong, but According to ESPN, it was nine and a half. I would argue the Bills and the Browns are equivalent-ish teams, honestly. Ish. Note the yeah. ish there. It's not a one-to-one, but 
bad defense, decent pass rush, but overall bad kind of defense. Good rushing offense with a quarterback who's not spectacular, but with some decent wide receivers who can make plays. Yeah, I think it's pretty equivalent. So I would, I would go ahead. No, I'm just saying I think I think it's a good matchup. Gotcha. All right, next game we got the tradition of going to Dallas, where they played our division rival, the Giants, and the Cowboys are favored by nine and a half. And the Cowboys yeah. win by more than that because yeah. I don't know, man. I I think the Cowboys win. I think they win by a touchdown. I just nine and a half seems like a lot, and I don't want to. Well, the first game won't be a blowout. I just don't like blowouts on Thanksgiving. Same, and, but they schedule the Eagles. The Eagles, God, the Lions <laughs> there every year. So what do you want? Um, I did see a thing. What was it? Forty. Uh, favorites are forty three and eight on Thanksgiving, and thirty and. 38 of the wins uh, for ATS. Something like that I saw on social media. Oh, it's tough. Give me the Giants covering, but the Cowboys winning. And then the last one, Lord knows why the Vikings are only two and a half point favorites on the Patriots, but um, the, the Vikings are winning this game and covering. That I would is agree NBC with that. at 8.30. I would agree with that. I just don't think that, yeah, the Patriots' defense might be able to do some things. I just don't think their offense is enough pot to beat this Vikings team. That's it. I think the Vikings just want to get that bad taste out of their mouth. That's why I like them to win. Well, I don't know. If you listen to Belichick's press conference this week, apparently they had an extra week to prepare for the Vikings' offense because they had enough time after studying the Jets to move on. <laughs> That's, oh my! It's not even making a joke. That was a direct Belichick quote. So. Oh God! All right, Neil, we're on to another week. Indeed, we are. So again, hope you have a great time with your families. Oh, go ahead, Neil. Oh, whoa, whoa. we have the CFL corner. The end. Exactly. The- <laughs> um. So I was watching it with my brother-in-law, and he has never heard of the CFL, and he learned real quick, and he appreciated the CFL. So. And that's good because he watched a hell of a Grey Cup finale in the 109th playing of the Grey Cup. The Toronto Argonauts stopped the Winnipeg Blue Bombers dynasty in action with a 24 to 23 win. Uh, Backup quarterback Chad Kelly came in and led a rousing final drive. to Former Indianapolis Colt Chad Kelly. That's where people remember him from, yes. Um, led a rousing final drive to help take the lead for Toronto. And then on the last Winnipeg drive, a blocked kick saved a game-winning rouge and or a walk-off field goal and allowed the Argos to walk away with a victory. So congratulations to the Argos. Congratulations to Brandon Banks, longtime CFL standout, who won his first great cup. And uh, yeah, it was a fun game. I, I mean, they kind of caught it on the replay, but it was a great game. Yep, loved it. Uh, that I stadium will, in Saskatchewan looks really nice. It looks way. really nice. It's probably the only Mosaic. nice thing there. <laughs> probably. <laughs> this teasing, I'm just kidding. No, it's super nice. I plan on going to a CFL game next summer. Take me and, with you. Neil, you just fly here. You know the drill. I know, but money. Yeah. Damn it. I will support my Hamilton Tiger Cats. Go Tiger Cats. I will. I'm, I'm still a free agent. What if you went to a Hamilton game with me? That would probably help sway as of right now. I'm what if I told me. you 
Tim Horton started in Hamilton. And the that would first liter- ever that Tim would Hortons literally right- sway me in no way. God, come on, Neil. The the OG one is literally right next to the stadium. Okay, that's cool. I've been to Tim Hortons like twice in my life. No, actually once. The coffee was fine. The poutine was fine. I read a Toronto newspaper there. Actually, their Boston cream donuts are very good. Well, then next time I will have a Boston cream donuts at Tim Hortons. Did we not go there? Oh, no, we didn't go there. No, we did not. We did go to Poutine Poutine, and that was That good. was very good. Yeah. Was super I think good. I'm still getting that fat out of my heart. <laughs> if you don't know what poutine is, look it up and eat it. You will not regret it. Promise. People don't know where it is around here. It's like, what the? I thought it was a national thing, but I guess not. No, it's very Canadian, northern U.S. Sadly, what it's are... very Quebec, Canada. Yeah. On that note, also, go Team USA. Kick England's ass Friday. Please. Oh, no, they're going to get slaughtered. <laughs> They couldn't, right. even hey. beat, they couldn't even beat Wales. Listen, Wales is not a bad program. But, okay, Wales is Gareth Bale and a bunch of other dudes running around. Don't matter. They're they're still 19th in the world in rankings. They're only three behind the U.S. Okay, yeah. I just also wish that, you know, if the U.S. had a scoring chance in the box, if they didn't fuck it up every single goddamn time. Jesus Christ, Aaron, since just fucking had the ball. Yeah. But you know what? At least we're not Argentina fans today. That sucked. (laughs) And on that note, we hope you have a great day. Bye.